0: hey there and welcome to the one church
1: podcast this message was recorded live at one of our services if you'd like to know more about life at one church visit us online at weareone.church or check us out on social media
2: without further ado kids are you ready for the great nativity we had a yes and we had a no um I'm really excited for this because my sister Amy is going to be narrating and coordinating the chaos, and I can't wait to watch. Amy Jordan, everyone.
0: Okay. Um, It's really good to see all of you in church, especially the kids as well, because you guys are gonna play such an important part. And um, what we're gonna do is, so just a reminder for parents, so this is our service that is um, our online service. So if you're happy for kids to come up, that's brilliant. If not, then they can come and stand down at the front. But what I'm gonna do is invite all of the kids up onto stage at the same time. So parents, if you're happy, send them on up. If you need to come and help them, adults, feel free to come and sit with your kids on stage as well. Amazing. You all look so good. Okay, so we've got Angel sat over here. Here it looks like we've got some shepherds, some sheep. We've got a sheep barring already. We've got a Mary. Oh, King Spider-Man. Oh, and Hulk. Amazing. Oh, Yeah, and it's going to be, we're going to embrace the chaos today. Is that all right? Um, It's going to be really good fun. And um, if at any point, parents, you need to rescue one of your children, that's totally fine as well. Feel free to come up and do that. Kids, are you ready? Ready? Okay, so what I need you to do is I'm going to be the narrator of our story, okay? And at different points, you have to act out different actions. So if I said, so if we've got somebody pretending, actually, it looks like we need a Joseph. Oh, come and beat Joseph. Round of applause for Joseph, everybody. He was just waiting for his big entrance there. (laughs) We've got a Joseph. Okay, Mary's, give me a wave. We've got some Mary's angels give me a wave oh you've got a good group of angels have we got any kings and wise men yes amazing have i said shepherds yep shepherds and any sheep any animals as well amazing okay So what we've got is there are two words throughout this nativity that I need all of us to repeat, okay? So there are two words. This is by the Bible Society, this little nativity. Two words that when I say them, you have to listen out for them and then shout them back, adults as well, okay? Got another wise man coming up. So these two words are amazing and awful. So when I say amazing, adults as well, you have to say amazing. Repeat after me, okay? So ready, we'll practise it. Amazing. Oh, that was perfect. Second word is awful. So when I say awful, you have to cross your arms and have a big frown on your face and then say awful. Okay, try it again. Awful. Amazing. So those are the two words in our nativity. Oh, no. That is my go-to word. So this is not going to go very well, is it? Okay, right. (laughs) That's not a chance just to heckle by shouting awful. Um, Okay, guys, are you ready okay all right are you guys ready (laughs) here we go first of all then we need mary's to stand up because this part involves mary's okay do you want to come to the front let's come forward a little bit beautiful okay so this is part one welcome to the story of the very first christmas Some days start out pretty ordinary. We don't know how Mary's day began, but we know that she was a young woman. She was engaged to be married to Joseph and she lived in a little village called Nazareth. It was a very ordinary life, really, until the day that an angel stopped by for a visit. Angels, come forward. Okay, all the angels, come and stand up with Emma. And it turned Mary's ordinary day into something amazing! Well done.
3: Greetings, highly favoured one. The Lord is with you.
0: Mary looked shocked. She was really, really shocked. And then she looked a little bit scared. She looked a bit scared. She looked a bit scared. And then she looked a little bit confused. because she didn't know what was happening. Why was the angel here? What was this all about? The angel noticed, she looked worried and said,
3: no need to be afraid, this is good news. God promised long ago to bring someone special into this world, someone great, someone to rule on King David's throne over God's people forever. Just as God's prophet Isaiah said, that someone is God's own son and he has chosen you to be the mother of that child, a child you will call
0: Jesus. Now that sounded amazing. amazing. Well done. But Mary was still confused. How is this gonna happen? So
3: the angel explained, God's own Holy Spirit will surround you, so the child will be holy, the Son of God. I know it sounds impossible, But nothing is impossible with God. Even your cousin, Elizabeth, who is way too old to have a child, is now six months pregnant. Nothing is too hard for God.
0: Mary looked at the angel and gave him a big thumbs up. And all the angels gave Mary a big thumbs up. Give Mary a thumbs up, guys. Give them a thumbs up, okay. Great job. Um, Mary believed that what the angel said was true, and she was determined to do this incredible thing. And so she said, "Can you repeat after me?" She said, "I will be God's servant. I
4: will
1: be God's servant, be God's servant. Be God's
0: servant. Be God's servant. and I will do this thing you have asked.
1: And I will do this thing you have asked. I will do this thing you ask."
0: Give the Marys a round of applause, everybody. And just as suddenly as they appeared, the angel left. So angels, you can go sit down. Okay, let's give a round of applause for our angels and our Marys. You guys can sit down. Okay, so now I need the Joseph the Joseph to stand up okay this is your big moment okay okay but I feel like it's a little bit mean to make it do by yourself so should we pick an adult to come and do it with you what about your oh who are you pointing at Adam Adam is going to be a Joseph have we got any props we could give are you happy do you want any more Josephs with you I think he's pointing to your dad give it a round of applause for dad as he comes up peace Joseph Another beard on beard. Okay. Okay, Joseph's, are you ready? So, kids, can you remember the words we have to repeat, okay? So ready? Some days are amazing. amazing. And then some days are awful. Aww. So Joseph was having one of those days. He was confused. He was a bit more confused than that. That looks a little bit <laughs> pensive. He was confused. Well done. See, you're leading the way. You're showing them how to do it. (laughs) He was confused. He was angry. He was even angrier than that. (laughs) And he was sad. He was so sad that he couldn't stop crying. online may not be able to hear this but there are very some very shrill cries coming from the stage right now um joseph the reason was because joseph was engaged to be married to mary but then he discovered that mary was going to have a baby and the baby wasn't his so he was confused and sad and angry all at the same time confused and sad and angry all at the same time Felt awful, Aww. madam. See, he could have embarrassed Mary. Nazareth wasn't a very big place, so everybody would be whispering about her behind her back. But Joseph was a good man, and he decided to break the engagement quietly to spare her. And that night, he went to sleep. So go to sleep, Joseph. Oh, steady the stage won't be the kids we have to worry about on the stage (laughs) okay and now the angels appeared to Joseph in a dream so angels stand
3: up wake up I'm guessing they need to wake up he's still dreaming okay yes in your dream maybe I should have read my bible before I took this part (laughs) I'll do that later don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife She has not betrayed you. The child she is carrying is from God's Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you will call him Jesus. This name means Savior, and he will save his people from all of the wrong things that they have done. God's prophet Isaiah told us this would happen many years ago. A virgin will fall pregnant and give birth to a child, and that child will be Emmanuel. God with us.
0: So in the morning, the angels had gone, they sit down, and Joseph woke up. He decided, took a little while to wake up in some cases, (laughs) and he decided because of the dream that the angels had showed him, he decided to change his plans. He didn't break off the engagement. No, instead, he took Mary to be his wife. Mary, can we have you back up? Come on round. And he he gave her flowers and he threw some confetti. And he decided to take her as his wife. And that day went from being awful to being amazing. (laughs) Okay, okay, I'm not going to say amazing. Good. Right. So, it's your turn. So, because baby Jesus needs to be born first before the sheep come. So, Mary and Joseph now had a long journey to go on. The Roman emperor wanted to count every person in the land, so Mary and Joseph had to travel all the way down to Joseph's hometown of Bethlehem. It was going to take them four or five days, maybe even a week. So they started walking. And they were walking and walking, and then they started getting really tired And they started getting sore feet, and a sore back, and sore legs, and finally, finally finally, they arrived in Bethlehem. Joseph went to see his relatives to find a place to stay, but at each of the houses the answer was the same. We have no room as the sun fell behind the hills this day was turning into something awful and then the pair arrived at the house of joseph's cousin he explained that the room where guests normally stay is full but the other room where we keep the animals is still available that room is yours so that is where joseph and mary stayed so if you guys can come and sit down and then we need any animals to come forward And come and sit around them. You can bring this little sheep there. Okay. Hulk, do you class as an animal? Hulk. Okay, Hulk was there too. We had sheep. That's it, sheep coming forward. Great job. The stable wasn't very comfortable. There wasn't a lot of room, but they were warm. And they were safe. And when the time came, Mary gave birth to her baby there. So we've got a baby for Mary. Painless. And she called him Jesus. She wrapped him up in cloths and laid him in a manger. This was God's special, precious son sleeping quietly on the hay. Um, by way of a tiny little interval now I feel like it's appropriate we're gonna sing away in a manger together okay so we're gonna get our singers to come and help um, but you guys need to sing really nice and loud as well and adults we can join in for this as well okay let's sing away in a manger
4: of applause that
0: was beautiful okay we're entering part two of our nativity okay. ready so it was night time in the hills outside bethlehem and shepherds were watching over their sheep okay sheep i feel like we need you to be in the front so that the shepherds can you can walk up to the front that's fine there you go So the shepherds were looking after their sheep. Everything was as it should be. It was an ordinary night with ordinary sounds like the bleating of sheep as demonstrated by our willing audience and the lowing of cattle. (laughs) And then something really unexpected happened. The angel returned. Angels come to the front. Now, the shepherds couldn't believe what they were seeing. They were so scared. You have to look really scared, shepherds. They were so scared that their knees started knocking together. Knock your knees together, shepherds. Really, really really scared. terrified. Terrified even. They were so scared. But the
3: angel said, no need to be afraid. I come to you with good news, news that will bring joy to everyone. You know the special one that God has promised to send you? The Messiah, the one who will put everything right? Well, he was born today. And guess where? Right here in Bethlehem, the city of King David. And here is how you will know that what I say is true. If you go into Bethlehem, you will find a newborn baby lying in a manger. As soon as he had finished
0: speaking, the sky was filled with a huge crowd of angels singing and shouting out their praises to God. And right, this is where, so Simon, you can stop for a moment, because this is where we need some audience participation, because it says about a huge crowd of angels, um, and that is you, okay? Audience participation. So you are the crowd of angels, and we're just going to teach you um, a little bit of Handel's Messiah Hallelujah Chorus, um, nice and easy. All we want you to do is we're going to get the angel to read that last line. I'll introduce the choir of angels. And then we we'll want you to go, Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Okay, Can we try that together. Try again. One, two, three, four. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Beautiful. Let's try a bit of harmony in there as well. If any of the anyone, any of the angels want to give that a go? So um, a potential harmony could be
4: Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah,
3: Hallelujah. Angel, can you repeat your last line, please? And here is how you will know that what I say is true. If you go into Bethlehem, you will find a newborn baby. Lying in a manger. As soon as he finished speaking,
0: the sky was filled with a huge crowd of angels singing and shouting out their praises to God. One, two, three, four. Hallelujah! 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 hallelujah. And again, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah! Holding this last note. Ah. Oh, round of applause for the adults, everybody. The shepherds couldn't believe what they'd seen. They couldn't believe what they'd heard. So they decided to go to Bethlehem and see for themselves. So angels, you can sit down. And shepherds, you need to get started walking. So can you walk on the spot? They started walking. They were so excited that they even started running on the spot. They were running to try and find baby Jesus. Jesus. And why not? God's promised one was somewhere in the town waiting to be discovered. So they ran and they ran and they ran to try and find him. They searched everywhere until they finally found what they were looking for. So we need Mary's and Joseph's to come to the front. Shepherds, if you can move over that way a little bit. When the shepherds saw Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus, they knelt down to worship him you kneel down shepherds and they started to share everything that they had seen everything that they heard so shepherds you have to repeat this after me okay so in a really loud voice say we've seen angels we've We've heard promises promises. we've heard heard praises and we have peace And when Mary heard all of this, she held it like treasure in her heart for she remembered what had happened to her and knew that it was true. Then the shepherds returned to their fields singing and praising God for what he had done because it was truly amazing. Can we give a round of applause for our shepherds? Okay, shepherds, you can go back. It's time for are wise men and our stars. So if you are a wise man or a king and a star, then come stand in this bit. Oh, you look so good. Okay, for this bit as well, we also need um, a Herod. So I think we need an adult for this one because it needs to be somebody that not many people like. He was a real bad guy. People didn't really take him very seriously. He's really easy to... Boo! So, Nathan Jordan, can you please come to the stage? And what we need to do, we need to give Herod a big Boo! (laughs) Yeah, it's just, see, it comes so naturally, doesn't it? That's the thing. (laughs) Okay, Herod is just getting ready. Okay, this is the final part of our Nativity, okay? So, this involves our wise men. They were star watchers. They'd come a really long way. So, okay, Herod, you can come on stage. So, when the wise men reached Jerusalem, they knocked on the door of Herod's palace and they introduced themselves. So, wise men, can you say this after me, okay? They said, we are Star Watchers. We are Star Watchers. i say it a little bit louder, try it again. We are Star Star Watchers.
1: We are Star Watchers.
0: We have traveled a really long way.
4: We have traveled a really long day.
0: (laughs) And we are here for the new king.
4: We are here
0: for the new king. Well done. Round of applause for our wise men. So the wise men told Herod that they'd followed his star. And he asked if he knew where the child was. He didn't show it, but King Herod was worried. Well, actually, he did show it. He showed it on his face. He was worried. (laughs) Slightly constipated. (laughs) He was worried and he was angry. And actually, he was worried and angry, upset all at the same time. See, King Herod had worked so hard to become king of the Jews that he'd even killed more than one person to sit on the throne. So we need to give him a big boo. So he wasn't about to let a baby steal his throne. So while the Star Watchers waited, Herod gathered together the priests and religious teachers and he asked them...
2: Somebody tell me where the Messiah, the King that God has promised to send us, where is he meant to be born and make it quick?
0: I forgot to say, I've got a little like footnote here that says that Herod had quite a high-pitched voice. So if you could just do that. we just try that again, just to be t- true to the script.
2: <clears throat> Somebody tell me where the Messiah, the King that God has promised to send us, is meant to be born and make it quick.
0: So the priests and religious teachers put their heads together and discussed the matter. And when they had agreed, one of them raised his hand and said, In Bethlehem in Judea, your majesty. Hundreds of years ago, this is what the prophet Micah said. You might be little, Bethlehem, but from you a king will come who will shepherd my people. And Herod shared that information with the star watchers. Then he said to them, you can bring it down a notch or
2: two. <coughs> That's what was wrong with my throat. Now run along, and when you have found the new king, please come back and tell me where he is. I'd love to worship him as well.
0: <laughs> but what he really wanted to do was to kill baby Jesus and hold on to his throne. King Herod was awful. Give him a big boo as he leaves the stage. Okay, wise men, are you ready? Okay, we've got our kings, are you ready? So our kings started walking. They have to walk on. That's it. Walking clock. Well so they started walking, following the star. So can the star come to the front a little bit? Do I to come and stand here because they're following you? That's it. That's it. Walking on the spot. They were following the star to where the star stopped, and it led them at last to a stable in Bethlehem. So they knocked on the door and the kings introduced themselves. So ready to repeat this after me again? So we are Star Watchers! We are Star Watchers! Doesn't need the microphone. We have travelled a long way! We have travelled a long way! And we have come to worship the new king. We have come to worship the new king! Well done, round of applause again for our wise men. So Mary and Joseph knew exactly what they meant and welcomed them in. So you can go and take a seat in the stable and the star can still stay there, that's beautiful. So now the wise men gave baby Jesus presents. I said, we've got some presents for you to give. These weren't ordinary presents that toddlers usually get. They weren't toys or anything like that but they were gifts fit for a king. They gave baby Jesus gold frankincense, you're gonna gonna give them, give them over? (laughs) And myrrh. Well done, kings. And after giving their gifts, God warned them in a dream not to go back the same way. He warned them of Herod's plan, so they went back a different route. So wise men, you can go and take a seat. So they left by a different route. So the shepherds, the angels, the wise men were also excited to see Jesus, and so they should be. He was no ordinary baby, and this is no ordinary story. This nativity is part of a much wider set of events that link back to the beginning of time and forward to forever, and to finish our nativity, we have got a poem that somebody's going to come and read. So can you please put your hands together for Valerie as she comes to read this? Sit, come on up.
1: So what is the point of angels and shepherds and camels and stars, you say? Is it just a nice story to tell to the children to celebrate Christmas Day? It's not just a story, it's not just for kids. It's the hinge on which history swings. That Bethlehem Braby grew into a man who challenged all powers and kings. He taught us that love is better than hate. That serving means being in charge. He showed us the value of each human life, the little as well as the large. And then on a cross he died for that dream died to take all our wrongs away and walked three days later right out of his tomb to turn death's dark night today. And that is the good news the angels proclaimed, the heart of all Jesus would do. A new life for now, a new life forever. That's his Christmas present to you.
0: Come on, a huge round of applause, applause for Valerie. That was beautiful. And now to finish off, kids, I need you all to stand up because you need to give a big bow, and everybody will give you a huge round of applause. So, ready? You bow. Great job. Well done, kids. OK, you can follow the angel off the stage, and parents, you can go back to your parents and grab a seat. Well done. They did so well, didn't they? Um, And what I want to do, because I'm aware that um, the kids won't want to sit for long, is I'm just going to wrap up our nativity with a super short thought. And that is that the nativity isn't just a good story, but it's good news. It's not just a good story, but it's good news. Um, For Advent, I've got two nephews, they're going to be in second service, they're two and five they really love stories. They love reading or having stories read to them. So I bought them an advent calendar that was a book that you can open every day. And I had this beautiful like idyllic picture in my mind of them opening a window, us sitting together peacefully on the sofa, reading a story together. But in reality, what happened was the first day there was fighting, tears, pushing and shoving because they didn't understand that they only could open one window, that both of them couldn't open a window, that they couldn't open all of the windows. And it was at that point I thought I should have just got them chocolate, it would have been much easier. But it's worked out okay, we've got a bit of a routine. And we've had these really lovely moments of reading stories together. And they've had fables and fairy tales and all sorts, and a lot of them like many stories do, start with that famous line, once upon a time. And so that line means, though this didn't really happen, it's a good story and actually it can have, it can even have a lesson, something for us to learn, so once upon a time. And um, I think the thing is, it can be really easy for us to think of the nativity like a good story that it's something that may, may or may not have happened, but really it's, it's a moral lesson for us to learn. It can teach us about how to live well. It can teach us about upholding the true values of Christmas. That's what the nativity is for. But have you noticed that it doesn't start with once upon a time, it doesn't even have any kind of moral lesson. So the nativity doesn't have a conclusion, it doesn't really have any examples that are set out for us to follow. Instead, in Matthew's Gospel, it starts with a genealogy. Like, if I was Matthew's publisher, I would have said, like, that's not a great way to start your book. That's not an interesting hook to get people involved, starting with a list of historical records. But what Matthew was seeking to do was show us that it's not just a good story, but it's good news. And in his book, Hidden Christmas, Tim Keller says this. He says, once upon a time, signals that this probably didn't happen, or we don't know if it happened, but it's a beautiful story that teaches us so much. But that is not the kind of account Matthew's giving us. He says, this is the genealogy of Jesus Christ. That means he is grounding what Jesus Christ is and does in history. Jesus is not a metaphor. He's real. This all happened. And the thing is, the nativity isn't just a good story. It's not a feel-good, heartwarming moment for us to um, enjoy our Christmas. It's not good advice of things that we should do, how we should live. But it's good news about what has already been done it's good news about the son of god that came to restore relationship between humanity and god when we can do nothing to earn it nothing to deserve it and there was a rift between humanity and the divine jesus came and bridge that gap. And the creator of the universe was born as a baby, lived, died, and was raised to life so that we could enter into eternal life. It's good news about what has already been done. And we see this from what the angel said. He said, don't be afraid, I bring you good news that will bring great joy for all the people. See, if the nativity is just a story, We maybe have like a little heartwarming feeling that passes after we've had lunchtime. But if it's good news, then it means that it doesn't just inspire us, but it can change us. And if it's good news, it means that God really did come, that he really did love us enough to save us. He really loved us enough to get involved in our pain and our suffering. And that means that he really knows what it means to suffer. He knows what it means to, for life not to be perfect. And as a result, we can have comfort, peace, and the result is great joy. And that's my prayer for us this Christmas, that we wouldn't just have like a heartwarming, nice story, but that we'd know the great joy that comes from the good news of the nativity. And um, I wonder if we could just take a moment And if you feel comfortable, maybe with your friends or your family, to pray that over one another's Christmas, that will pray great joy. Because for a lot of people in the room, circumstances are anything but perfect right now. But the good news gives us peace, gives us comfort, gives us great joy. And so if you're with your family, maybe just like take a moment to pray together for great joy to be evident this Christmas. If you're with friends, then just gather together. Um, and then we'll pull this together and finish by singing let's take a few moments to do that you can do that as well join us online let's take a moment to pray great joy over Christmas
2: wonderful just as we um, say amen and finish those prayers I want to pray a prayer of blessing read this over you and your family this Christmas time, straight from Scripture. You, you may hear, hear us read this often, um, but receive this for your family this Christmas and as we head into the new year. number six says, "The Lord bless you and keep you; the Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you; the Lord turn His face towards you and give you peace." And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. 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 Wonderful.